From tomorrow, more than 8,000 nurses working in aged care, hospices and other community providers will start getting pay rises of up to 15%. That's going to bring them closer to pay parity with their colleagues in hospitals. But family doctors warn that leaving out nurses in general practice means they'll continue to hemorrhage staff. Ruth Hill reports. Teomanga hospice nurse Laura Page says it's a privilege to work where she does and help people live their best lives right until the end. She says this pay rise makes hospice nurses finally feel they're being cared for as well. For a, a lot of it's a predominantly female workforce, um, it, it means we can support our families better, which means that we can be better people and do our job better. Um, and look after our people better. Her colleague, Caroline Cormany, says hospices generally don't have the high turnover of aged care and other community organisations. What holds them here? Um, uh, I think it's more about the work rather than the pay. Certainly for me, um, it's that case. She hopes getting paid similar rates to hospital services will make it possible for more nurses to do this important mahi. Health Minister Asha Verrill, who was at Te Omanga in Lower Hutt today to mark the occasion, says the $200 million boost will take most nurses' base salary to about 95% of their hospital-based colleagues' pay. One of the reasons why the gap emerged was because the government had done so much to raise hospital nurse salaries through the collective settlement in 2021 and the recent pay equity interim payments that went out. Dr Verrill says it's also good news for community health services which have been losing nurses to hospitals. While when I visit hospices they seem to be very special places that retain their staff for long periods of time, uh, I know in age residential care concern about salaries has been a reason why uh, it's been difficult to keep age, some age residential care beds open. So I see this as not just important in terms of the recognition of those workers but also for the sustainability of our health system and addressing some of the problems we have with discharging people from hospital out to the community. It's been a hard-won fight with many primary care nurses going on strike in October after more than a year of failed pay negotiations. And the battle is not over for some, with nurses working in GP clinics left out in the cold. The nurses' organisation Kaifakahaere Kiri Nuku says the difference between hospital pay rates and general practice is about 10 to 15 per cent, with some Māori and Pacifica services languishing 25 to 30 per cent below. It's a real kick in the guts for the work that they're doing. So for many, it has been the last straw, and they're looking to go overseas. If we want to invest in the workforce, then we need to sincerely listen to what they're wanting. Dr Verrill says the government has recently announced a pathway for consideration of pay parity in general practice. However, GP Owners Association Chair Dr Tim Malloy says the so-called pathway looks like procrastination on the government's part. He says the sector has been providing evidence to Te Whatu Ora for months now and the evidence of the pay gap is there in black and white in the employment agreements for general practice and hospital nurses. Our biggest worry is that while we delay through process, we are still losing workforce. <laughs> We're reaching a critical point where patients will get hurt. And as a doctor, I find that unacceptable. Meanwhile, nurses working for Plunkett, family planning, school nursing services, mental health and addiction, rural hospitals and in telehealth will have to wait until the 1st of July for their pay rise. That report from Ruth Hill.